What a weird way to end, Mike. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Bye. 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 You're listening to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. Mike knows, like, so, like the biggest names in comedy. Dude, you got to see this guy's fucking show list. He, like, has, like, the biggest names on uh, in comedy on his, on his show. It's kind of unreal, Mike, how you do that. The best po- panel pod on the internet. This is what the show's about, Nick. That we have our finger on the pulse of America's uh, trends. What are the topics, Mike? What are the topics? This whole day can suck a thousand fucking dicks. Yeah, boy. Welcome to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. From Muscatine to the Silver Screen. Wait, it's a podcast? From Muscatine, Iowa to your AirPods? Here's Mike. I'm Mike Bridenstine. Shout out Rick Gonzalez. Shout out Bad Planet. Shout out to my unpaid announcer, Tony Tone Lokensoul. Hi, everybody. This is episode 196, which means episode 200 is a month away. If you want to be on the panel for episode 200, please let me know on the show's Patreon. That's December 12th, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You, on the panel, hit me up. But hey, this is 196, and I still have the world's greatest panel. Eric Abrams is back. He just directed Jew, the new Ari Shafir special, as well as new specials for Ali Sadiq and Sean Patton. All kinds of things he's doing now. Alex Dragovich is here first time from the You're an Idiot pod with Jeffrey Asmus. He also played college basketball at Notre Dame and Boston College. Kenya Ilan is here first time from the illustrious Lincoln Lodge in Chicago. Melody Kamali is back from Diking Out. Scotty Landis is also back from Bananas with Kurt Brownoller, from Who is America, from Workaholics, from lots of things. If you could, right now, click follow if you don't already. And without further ado, here are Eric, Alex, Kenya, Melody and Scotty. I still haven't seen the new Lincoln Lodge. I really want. Have you to. not? Uh, there's been there's a new one every year. It felt like for a while there, but now there's this like Logan Square one. I I still haven't seen. But Allie was just in Chicago last week and said it was real nice. What'd she say? Cool spot. Yeah. Didn't you record there? No. Yeah, yeah, I I loved it. Like, but I'm a I'm a dork for that. Like, I remember the back of the Pancake House. Oh I, yeah, me too. Like that was like my favorite spot. I did comedy in Chicago when there was like four shows total the entire four years I was there. Yeah. Um, I've asked this question last week, but as, as it gets uh, like more developments happen, I just want to ask people, some of you are very popular on Twitter. Are Twitter's days numbered? Are we looking at the end of this shit? I don't touch the stuff. No, you, I hope so. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I think it's been the most exciting two weeks on Twitter ever. I love what's happening. I love people jumping ship. I love people complaining and then people complaining about the complaining. Yeah. I, it's suddenly interesting, and I think it's great. Do you want it? You want it to be over? You're huge on Twitter. Yeah, but I don't care. I mean, it doesn't do anything. It used to kind of help with career stuff, and now it absolutely doesn't. So it's just my friend Rob her. got pretty big on Twitter. 
A lot of people. Delaney, do. yeah. Delaney. <laughs> uh, well, good. Okay. Um, I just one. got a new manager who told me uh, that she gave me homework and it was like, you have to get on Twitter. And this was like a no. few weeks before all of this, but I'm like, no, I don't. It's, we're too late. That's a good manager. <laughs> TikTok and Twitter. Should we be rooting? Okay. So maybe I love Elon Musk for destroying this thing. New yeah. new hot take. Maybe he's awesome for <laughs> for destroying. I don't know. Should okay, so I am old enough to remember doing comedy before social media. Should we root for the end of all of this thing? Maybe not as comics, but as like people. Like I just saw Meadow was laying off all of its people, or like thirteen mm-hmm. percent of its people because they can't figure out virtual reality, this thing none of us fucking want. So should we be rooting for it all to go away? I feel like the rooting is a bit of a waste of energy because it's always going to be around in some form, but rooting for a disaster and the people who run it and people who love it to be humiliated by it, I think is pretty cool. <laughs> for okay, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with that. I thought you were going yeah. the other way. Personal humiliation brought from it is, is more I mean, that's ahead. what I like about the Twitter thing is I, I couldn't care less about Twitter. I don't have a thing and I, I don't look at people who do have things but having elon musk get humiliated by his own changes that he that we're gonna save twitter i think is great it's so i've been logging on more now more than ever and i'm not a twitter user because i love drama and mess so (laughs) i'm all upon it lately when you were at go ahead sorry yeah i have not engaged with twitter at all and said i think it's during like the last two or three months and so especially the last couple weeks and everyone being like oh it's coming to an end it's been really nice to see everybody be like remember this and i'm like i'm this is my first time like this is lovely thank you for that (laughs) i appreciate it now i'm up to uh date are there a lot of nostalgia things going around on there that's what it seems to feel at least that's what i'm seeing that's what i feel like i see a lot Eric, when you were at com- when you were at Comedy Central, did you pick anybody based off of social media at all, or is that um... we bought Dad Boner? I mean, I oh right, 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 yeah. Um, there was also there was a lot of talk about it then. That was when it was like uh-huh. people would come up as like they're good on Twitter, um, which I always thought was kind of dumb. <laughs> but there were, but it did translate. You know, there were some people who were who ended up being very good writers and who just yeah. kind of found their voice or it is made their voice go ahead alex sorry yeah twitter is still it is good for your niche in some capacities i don't know there's like a section i'm I'm like kind of on like the nba twitter side where people are always tweeting about what's going on at the games and there's like this whole so i think like on the broad spectrum like if you're looking at like what's trending it's it can get kind of hellish oh yeah i do i'm all up on bravo twitter i will say i'll go there for <laughs> yeah. Stuff. so yeah niche communities okay. you're like niche. yeah when, when, when like the when like the raptors mascot like trips on like a beer bottle or whatever you're like you'll find out about you that gets passed around and that's i let that i'm still i need twitter for that Fair <laughs> it's enough. the best for new stuff too like everybody knows like in la for earthquake twitter or yes. whatever but there were earthquake helicopters twitter. yeah it's just people tweeting LA. earthquake exclamation yeah because you were like was that a truck or was that an earthquake but there was a about a month ago, there were a bunch of helicopters above my house, and I went on Twitter and because I couldn't find anything on any like news sites. You live or in the woods. 
Yeah. Huh. And I do. And uh, and I went on Twitter and I realized that there was a police chase. And I just put in, does anybody have a link to this police chase? And within 30 seconds, I was watching high def of like right down below my house, like uh, on foot police chase. Mm. And there's no other social media that that is that fast. You know so what? That is I true. Like that. I tweeted that I couldn't find this specific Stephen King book that got banned because it's about a school shooter. And I tweeted, I asked if anybody had it. And like, I got like 40 fucking like PDF links in like a minute. It was insane. So if you ask school shooter shit to comedians, you will. (laughs) Yeah. That is kind of interesting. It is kind of interesting, actually. Like when you're like in real life, if somebody like is in trouble, there's like kind of this like, oh shit, like should I. But you can take a picture of your toilet and be like, hey, why won't it flush? And like a hundred people will be like, I got you. Like, I got you. Right. You know, it's like a very interesting, but like, yeah, if someone on the bus is like, you know, forgot, you know, going somewhere and you're like, yeah, it's not, I would never. I don't know though. If somebody came on the bus and they were like, my parents are coming into town. Where should I take them? Do you think that people would be like, (laughs) I know a few, what neighborhood? I know a few places. Like, do you think that they would do that? Not if somebody said that out loud on the bus, you'd probably be like, "What the? You like get away? Yeah, like get away from me." (laughs) You know what? Um, didn't translate. I guess the one thing that I my favorite thing that didn't translate is people who were big on Twitter who then were like, "I'm gonna try stand up." Didn't usually didn't usually work. That was a fun to see them uh, eat shit, oftentimes. (laughs) But but that's still now like those are like the some of those people are like now now just TikTokers or YouTubers and yeah. Um, sometimes they can be, they can be good, but yeah, it can be, um, I, I've, I've heard horror stories about people like my, uh, my friend opened for a, a, a big YouTuber that like had some agent just like reach out to him, set up this tour. Was it Southern him. mama? I don't, I don't know who, who exactly it was, honestly, but he, the story was he was opening for him. in like new jersey and at some club and right before he goes on stage like the the booker was like all right i'm gonna light you at 45 and he turns to my friend who's opening for him he has light me at 45 he's got 45 minutes and the famous person he goes he goes this is my first time doing (laughs) stand-up oh my god he was just some like some kid you know some like whatever 1920 and just sold out this this club. In there Jersey. you go. The, the like, Fool Me Once tour. There was uh, a time, probably like 2000, around like 2010, where if you were staffing for scripted TV shows and asking people for samples, people would send printouts of their Twitter. I'm sure Eric remembers that too. But people would send tweets as their writing sample to the point where you'd have to be like, we're not taking writing like any Twitter feed samples. But they're like, here's my 10 biggest tweets. And you're like, can you write 30 page script? Yeah. It was weird. It was a very, but it was like five years where it was really like, just send your tweets, send your tweets. So I ultimately, I don't think it's going to die back to your original question. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. people are hanging around. Okay. I'm so I am. Yeah. Go so ahead, Alex. I, I am interested in that, in that, in that time period when Twitter people were getting staffed, if someone was just so obviously not fit because they had just been like basically tweeting and had no screenwriting experience. How quickly do you, do those, do those people stay on for the whole time? Like, is there like a slow kind of 
we like okay we're gonna show you the door after a few weeks like how does that even go to fire what a do you guys do Twitter? when you figure out the person with hype that you gave the thing to is a is a piece of shit who shouldn't have it you do the work for them you have to fill in the blanks it happens Ooh. It, yeah I don't, I don't remember those people actually getting jobs i mean who who is actually pulling the trigger on hiring a person who didn't have a written spec Molly McNearney at Kimmel. Oh, you're naming people. They, like they're well, no, she was she's the head writer now, but she would reach like Bridger Weiniger. There are a lot of people that got monologue jobs because they were great, like Jess Dweck. Uh, like early Fallon, there were um before it was Tonight Show Fallon, there were a lot of staffed up people that were great on Twitter who kind of did get discovered, but monologue and Twitter is like one to one, I think. That makes sense to me. Yeah. But like an, a a scripted show. I Nightmare. can't imagine anyone actually saying yes to that without seeing a spec. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, it was. Last week, Sean Flannery was here, and he has a lot of opinions that he knows are unpopular, but he <laughs> but he fights for them anyway. For example... <laughs> Sounds like a great guy. <laughs> he, I think everybody knows kind of Sean a little bit here. Yeah. So he he believes that for example if vanilla ice had met rick rubin instead of the beastie boys they would have had completely like opposite careers um and a lot of people responded to that and a lot of people also i asked uh, other people for their unpopular opinions andy peters thinks football is a trash sport i got a lot of people were triggered by that do you guys have any opinions that you know Nobody agrees with you, but you fight for it anyway, or you believe it, and you're just like, I give up. I know I can't convince anybody, but this is my super unpopular opinion. I'm curious if this is a common thing or if it was just a common thing last week. I'm 100% sure that I do, but let me make it uh, narrow it down. Is there anybody who's really popular that you're like, I don't fucking get it. I've seen like oh. Brian Cook is always like the Sopranos sucks. <laughs> you know, like I don't get <laughs> Oh, yeah. I agree with I, that one, actually. I, I had to turn the Sopranos off. I had had a, my tonsils taken out and I couldn't get out of bed. So I finally watched the Sopranos and I got through a season and then they were doing some stupid horseshit at the beginning of the second season. And I was like, I am. I would rather look at the ceiling for the next two. Weeks. It's the greatest so television show of all time. Eric Aker was not having it. I just thought it was so dumb. So dumb. But go ahead. I'm sure. Everyone, yeah. yeah. Anybody else think anything is super garbage that everybody else likes? Or, or... Watch me go on a Dave Chappelle rant right here, right now. <laughs> a lot of people are not into Chappelle right now. I feel like, yeah. You mean the SNL host that is the voice of the pul- finger on the pulse of America? I was, I don't know. I, every, uh, this opinion's out there already. Yeah. And yeah. so I, I was a huge fan. The, I've seen him live so many times. And over the last decade, I've been more and more bored. Um, <laughs> I agree. Um, he's just, you know, he likes to keep the audience there past uh, hours. Um, he's smoking a cigarette. He's, I don't know. He's just, it's tired. He is he's, he, it's very old man yelling at cloud lately. And uh, <laughs> I'm not, I don't laugh out loud. I don't, I'm obviously I'm a stand up and all of a lot of friends. Um, Alex is pissed. Uh, for example, um, <laughs> how could you say this that? Is, this is the first he's hearing in this. <laughs> I still have my Chappelle show DVDs. Okay. Um, I, uh, yeah, I just, 
Uh, I my opinion is um, the boys who go so hard to bat for him. It's like fuck those guys. Like I'm more upset about <laughs> <laughs> like male comics who just really have. That's their big opinion is that they have to mercilessly like, defend him yeah, in got a comment section for, or yeah, yeah Facebook.com um, stuff like that. It's just so boring um, to me. All right. That's a that's a strong opinion. Now that she didn't she came down a little harder on Brendan Schaub last time or one of the times that she was oh, here. Me? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> I'm a misandrist, actually. No, um, that was hilarious. No, fuck that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have so many um, bad opinions to piggyback off this. Uh, the TV show. uh kind of theme i didn't uh really like ted lasso i think really at, at oh, all same. i thought it i yeah. thought it was like i thought it was off a bad it was really bad but i but everybody seemed to be like uh, yeah it seemed to be like some like recycled kind of the world was negative we were in 2020 the world was shut down we needed some positivity and here comes jason sudeikis with his mustache and you were Friend. like fuck you <laughs> Yeah, I did just, not like it. it. It just, I don't know. Like, it felt like that kind of like recycled mid two thousands. Like, did that just? Did you just say that out of your like, like out of your mouth hole or something? I don't know. It's like you're very like, what are you talking? Like, why are we doing yeah. this again? You know, like, yeah. I don't know. It was like a very odd. Uh, it, it was like a version of comedy that I didn't really think was still kicking around, but. Uh, a lot of people really really enjoyed it <laughs> i got apple tv for it because so many people are talking about it That's... real pissed about that 4.99 okay um yeah. terrible I, I didn't laugh out loud i did give it a shot like i kept watching and because it was so popular right yeah. because everyone was like no this is like ground what ground what are you talking about like this is yeah. a um That's yeah, has better Creek. stuff too. Shit's Creek. Then, I couldn't get. I didn't get it. I was just that like same kind of experience. Shit. Wow. Everybody talked up Shit's Creek to the point that I was like, I wanted to like it, and I was just like, they're just all annoying. Yeah, I tried the, four times, and then the, took a raging lockdown pandemic uh, to finally just like sit with it and watch it, and I did finish it, but that was that same initial I'm feeling starting I had to, with Ted Lasso. I started to feel insane. Like maybe I can't watch comedy, like or something like that, or. Like I can't watch a scripted comedy anymore or something. I don't know. Like I that movie or that show made me feel insane. Well, there used to be a lot of shows like Shit's Creek, and then it was the only one. Like Network has become like Network sitcoms are so much just CBS multicams now. And for every like Modern Family that or something that like pops through or like Abbott Elementary that people go, yeah, this yeah. is actually good. Yeah. There there used to be like a lot of variety of shows. Oh, so like Shit's Creek could have maybe been like an ABC or NBC show 20 years ago, but now all the smaller cable channels don't buy scripted shows. So I think there was something of it being like the last one where you could be a little edgier and a little more fun. And, and of course, it's Canadian. People loved yeah. The, yeah, I liked I think people like the idea of Shit's Creek and like, oh, yeah, I like this style of comedy more than what's on now and that's why like even like 18 year olds watch the office on loop and are discovering friends again and stuff it's like people do like that type of show it's just they don't make that type of show anymore now i will vouch for how we roll with i'm, I'm just kidding uh, uh anybody else have any other ones otherwise i want to do a hard shift to politics okay eric yes hit me 
I love the pandemic. I miss the pandemic. <laughs> I had a good time too. I had a good oh, time too. Me back. I am so pro pandemic and and I know a lot of people feel that way, but I, it's like a kind of thing you can't say out loud because you might say it out loud to someone whose entire family died or something. And I might be doing that right Fair. now. We're Fair. doing it on the record. Yeah. I do think that a it's lot of Iowans listen to this. And uh, yeah, <laughs> I think it's good to take the edge off when you say that out loud. But for me personally, <laughs> very much pro pandemic. I was pretty good in it. I felt pretty good. Mm, I loved, yeah. it. <laughs> loved it. Yeah. I have to say I currently um, uh, am unemployed um and i'm like we're just gonna ride it out i was like we're just gonna go back to that feeling it's kind of nice i'm like finish out the year just like chilling i was like i don't have got... to be anywhere no I, I <laughs> government like, gave me every money. day it's great <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like creative time is just like the juices are flowing you know what i mean it's great <laughs> writing better than ever <laughs> I, we should start a return to the pandemic movement i think that there's people that mm-hmm. will be before that um i think Government is actively trying to shut that down at any point. And it's like, that's not going to happen. We're not going Never. back to that. I think they've made that very clear. I think China should make a new one. <laughs> <laughs> um, we had an election last week. Did we learn anything? Um, did, did anything come out of that that you think is applicable to 2024? I can get more specific with my questions. Back to Eric's point, I think COVID was the real MVP of this election. I think that all of them were like 49.5 to 50.5 or whatever. And I think that 0.5 were dead anti-vaxxers and COVID deniers. I think that COVID won the election for the Democrats. Oh, no one talked about that. They thinned the Republican More than Gen Z or the millennials uh, or Roe v. Wade. I think it was like there were just a couple million people that are dead that would have voted red. Especially in like Boberts County or whatever, like those were within ten thousand. Boberts County, those, Colorado, those all dead COVID victims. Yeah, so COVID for the MVP, twenty twenty four. I like that. <laughs> I mean, clearly, seriously, like the red states. If you look, like there's all these charts now of like where vax rates were the lowest and COVID deaths were the highest, and they're all red counties now. So these close elections, when a thousand votes matter, those thousand are dead. Those are like meme on people that used to just get wheeled in and pull the lever, and now they're six feet under. <laughs> the true hero of this election was dead Republicans, says Scotty Landis. I like. I it. agree. No one's against it. I'll close my laptop and walk away. <laughs> Do you feel like this Ron DeSantis guy is the real front runner for the Republicans in 2024, or is this like a made-up guy that the like the Fox, the Murdoch family is inventing because they're sick of Trump? Do you do you buy that this guy is the guy? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay, you don't think yeah. Trump? Trump's supposed to announce his candidacy for twenty twenty four tomorrow. Well, wasn't it? Oh, it wasn't it like hinged on how the midterms went? I have an uncle that a year ago told me Ron DeSantis was going to be the president. So I think I think that the MAGA uncles of the world yeah. already had had crowned DeSantis as the next guy up, and I, him smashing Christ in Florida basically makes it so. Was your uncle I, I, outside of Florida? Idaho. Oh, yeah. yeah. I could be wrong, too. Wasn't like I, I think I read something about like, don't most of the Republicans like don't they not want Trump kind of involved anymore? Or is that like 
something like that. They're, they're, they don't they don't really want him. To, I can't tell. I can't tell. Like uh, I got to ask people's uncles. Like and see like what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to Iowa for Thanksgiving and uh, like and so I got to ask. I got to look at yard signs and see what's going on. That's how I'll know, I guess. But like. <laughs> Um, do you buy that Trump fucked them on Tuesday? Do you, or do you think it was the Supreme Court? It was COVID. I mean, COVID, yeah. Both? Yeah. A little bit of both. Okay. Co- and COVID. We have established. Also, were they fucked that hard? Like, we keep talking about, like, there wasn't this massive red wave and we bucked the, the trend of what normally happens in the middle of a president's term. But, like, basically, we're all relieved because a bunch of fucking psychopaths didn't deny that they lost. <laughs> like, the, the whole conversation yeah, has been so far to this side. It's like yeah. someone who's been saying climate change isn't real for 30 years finally is like, yeah, I think time, climate change might be real. It's like, why are we fucking talking about this? You should have yeah. said that three decades ago. We should mm-hmm. never have been talking about whether or not people were going to deny the results of the election and then be relieved that they accepted the results of the election. It's fucking crazy. Our culture has been pulled so far to that side by just delusion and and insanity. So like, okay, sure, that's good, I guess. And it's good that that the red wave wasn't enormous. But like, was was anyone was anyone's ass really kicked? Like, come on, guys. Like, we're still voting for people who are fucking insane. Like Charlie, (laughs) Charlie Chris's ass was kicked, I guess. Mm-hmm. by DeSantis but mm-hmm. yeah I guess I don't know I just have a hard time like I, I you know sure it's nice that the news is like Dr. Oz of- ate a bunch of shit that's kind of fun that guy there with are the silencer of- didn't get elected I think that's the biggest thing the guy with the silencer gun whatever situation did not <clears throat> did not get and did not win right he didn't win right I don't know I don't watch the news that's why I'm being quiet but like <laughs> I don't even know who you're talking about <laughs> Herschel <laughs> Walker might win Herschel yeah. Walker still might get in there for all you football heads for like the people. Uh, but yeah, uh, I just think I, I like, think go ahead. There there are, there are victories. I think Fetterman beating Oz is pretty cool. Um, and there are other examples of things that happened that, that were unexpected and that, that felt like, you know, you know, less reasons to want to kill yourself instead of more reasons. But still the, the discourse has just been pulled in such a crazy direction and that we're yeah. we're celebrating this victory that feels like not that great of a first of all not a victory at that's all, all we that's, have baby that's all we have we, we're not we're, like uh, we went through a pandemic and no one's like healthcare, like question mark you know there's like this is all we have yeah, yeah. i mean we're still not even talking about real gun laws we're, we're going the wrong direction on gun laws when there's mass shootings happening almost every day and like culturally i think we're I think that like Biden won because he's not Trump, but four years is a long fucking time to just not be something. So I'm just happy for anything that is remotely anything. And like I can scream about it and it does nothing. Or I can just be happy for not wanting to kill myself slightly uh, less this time. I I think we just learned that polls don't really mean anything Mm -hmm. from this. Did you answer Um, your phone, Melody? Sorry? Did you answer your phone for the pollsters? No, because you know what? I worked in political media uh, for too long that I'm so jaded. And I worked in Chicago, uh, um, a Democratic media strategy firm. And we had all of every midterm and every election cycle we would take on and split up. Like I had Iowa Senate Dems, Illinois House of Representatives, Georgia Senate Dems. And we all as producers would just like 
take a lot of polls data make our attack ads make our um pro ads and we it was the, the 2016 one was obviously the last time i worked for them because <laughs> it was just we put so much into it and we were so sure not just about hillary but about so many of the races we were working on and it was just so such a i don't know nightmare we had this big like watch party <laughs> like it was everyone got drunk and vomited um it was dark i just i'm so like the, the, these polls mean nothing <laughs> that was the last party my wife and i ever had was the 2016 election I oh bet. it was maddie ryan's birthday and oh. his mom Ooh. liberal comedian we were all at his house too after my other party um oh, man. and yeah the dan ryan's named mm. after his family it's like a political yeah uh, judiciary family um and it just all these accomplished like women in law in politics and his family were there and they're all irish catholic and just blackout and vomiting <laughs> like uh. they had a like hillary cake and that was also maddie's like birthday cake so dark um <laughs> god the cubs won and there was like less than a week before it was just yeah. pure sadness i went into this cubs bubble oh my god that was dark days Dark days. It but... is poetic for people to be vomiting Hillary cake that night. Yeah, no, really. <laughs> yeah, sh Chicago really cried a lot that week. Like, <laughs> from the Cubs to Hillary losing. A lot of crying phone calls to your dad that week. That's yeah. an all-time Chicago cry. <laughs> I got called by a family feud once. That poll worked. It was great. Uh, is that real? <laughs> I swear to God. So I've had the same number since it was a singular wireless number in 2001 or maybe even earlier maybe like 97 and i got a call once and they're like hi do you have a moment for to take a quick survey and i said sure they said we're asking 100 americans what is a food that you eat at a carnival and i said i would eat a funnel cake and they go thank you and then they hung up and that was it and then it was on and then somebody's like that's what they do when they call you on family feud and i've felt, never been this jealous about anything uh, i didn't and I, if i had known i would have given them the craziest answer so that it would have been like that number seven would have had a one yeah you're like, yeah you're like tomahawk steak uh, <laughs> exactly <laughs> but yeah fun okay thank you click and i'm like oh shit that was the one time we're asking 100 americans yeah that's yeah it was exciting that was about 10 years ago yeah <laughs> um by the way you guys said desantis uh will be the nominee that's what you guys said uh who's the biden backup plan i'm just curious that'll be my last political question who's the backup plan for joe brandon <laughs> gavin newsom gavin newsom i he's the only uh democrat i would not vote for on this uh ballot mm. yeah why but he's got california gavin, why do you hate gavin newsom brado i just i uh unpopular opinion when i see him i want to punch him in his fucking face i just hate too his, handsome too, yeah, too handsome, too handsome. Yeah. yeah yeah i just hate his fucking face i just hate it so much <laughs> you would vote desantis over newsom Oh, no, I would jump off a building before I did that. But like, uh, yeah, Gavin, I would leave that one out, or write in somebody, the the corpse of Bernie Sanders. I would. But like R.I.P. Bernie. <laughs> R.I.P. Bernie. Breaking news. R.I.P. Yeah. Jay Leno. He just passed away from severe burns, it says. No, no, no. <laughs> 
too many comedians have passed away this week. Uh, who's the backup plan for Joe Brandon? Um, Let's go Kamala. Uh, yeah. Elizabeth again. <laughs> uh, I think we already talked about her cake. Oh, God, oh. Lord, please. Please. No. Pokemon go back to Hillary. No, I hope not. Um, Amy Klobuchar maybe will try. Um, they probably need somebody is my point. None of you are racing to give me any answers that are worth a shit. And it, it needs to be somebody newer. It can't be any of the people that have gone previously. It has to be someone who's slightly more progressive than any of those people. I don't know who that would be. Maybe someone slightly younger. I don't know. Again, the I don't Michigan know. lady. Gretchen Whitmer. Yes. Okay. When will Biden kind of die uh, uh, announcing whether he's I don't think he can do it yet because then they won't let him do anything they'll be like he's a lame duck president and oh right 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 okay but I mean it's got to be at some point <laughs> is, is there anyone who's like between moderate and progressive um yeah there's a guy named Pritzker uh, from Illinois do you guys like you guys don't like him JB no I don't yeah. not like him but we have to protect abortion rights in Illinois so who, I don't know I don't know Maybe I'm wrong. I, like I yeah. said, I don't watch the news. It's just me. This is thoughts and conspiracies in my own brain. So <laughs> People seem to be high up on that guy and Gavin Newsom, who I fucking want to punch him in the face. But if you so, married the lady that now is dating Donald Trump Jr., probably not a cool guy, but I'm just brutal. Kidding. Yeah. Uh, I know for a fact, and it's not going to be this election, that The Rock does ask ADs on movie sets about political things to get insight of why things are good or bad. Oh, <laughs> ADs. Like, he, yeah, he because when he's on, you know, the ADs are usually the sharpest people. At least they know what the hell's going on. Like, and so he'll be like, so why are people mad about the wall? And he'll and like somebody will just like. <laughs> But I've heard that twice from two people on sets with The Rock that he, for like a couple years now, he's been like feeling out a big political run for president. Wow. But it won't be this one, though, because he already said I'm not doing this one. But I that is true. Wow. He would be our most muscly president. That's for sure. Another Hawaiian, too, right? Isn't yeah. We've had... There's yeah. two. A Barack. Hussein Obama. Yeah. I. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And The Rock. The Rock Hussein. Hussein Johnson. <laughs> um, same question, just different. Uh, Chris Adda, or Chris Evans got voted sexiest man alive. I wanted to ask the least qualified people uh, imaginable. Is that the right answer? Is that the uh, is that is that the sexiest guy alive? Do you think? Or is it Gavin Gavin Newsom? Do you guys think? He, he won it this year? He won it this year. Chris yeah. Evans, sexiest man alive. I feel like he should have won it more at the height of Captain America instead of now. Like, what's he doing now? I don't know. No idea. You know Rain man. A trainer said that when guys are like, um, when guys like sign up for to get like gym training, they're like, you know who I want to look like? Do you know what they say every single time? Uh, Captain America. They say Brad Pitt and Fight Club. Oh. But that's that's also the thing. It's, I don't know. I don't. Maybe I. I don't really have my finger on the pulse. I'm always like uh, shocked whenever like if any of like my like girlfriends like whenever they're dating a new guy or whatever. You're just like I'm, you're always shocked. You're, I never know. I feel like I, I never know what exactly is. I uh, like this is a hot. I feel like there's so many different versions mm -hmm. of like a of like a hot guy. Like why is Jared Leto hot? I don't know. 
you know like how did this happen but yeah. he is oh man yeah 13 know? year old me was was voting for him um, <laughs> he's hot to people who watched uh, my so-called life on mtv i think so it's like oh yeah it's like yeah cherry leto but then you also have i bet a ton of i bet there's some women that think fetterman is like a 11 out of 10 so this is like <laughs> he's but tall. you'll never that's that's one thing right there but you never like i don't know it's just yeah tall man of the year yeah yeah he's How tall about is david anybody? harbour <laughs> I have female friends that are like, that dude's hot. Who's and David like, Harbour? The guy from Stranger Things that's in uh, the new oh, Santa oh. the new movie. He's a cop in Stranger Things. I mean, that's a guy's yeah. guy, right? I mean, Fetterman looks like he lives in a bell tower. I can't get on board with that. But uh, but the other guy, he's the sheriff. Is that right? The sheriff? Yeah, he's 11's dad or whatever. Right. I've had female yeah. friends out here being like, he's hot. And the Pete Davidson thing. This is the whole. That's a fun one. Where it's like. Yeah, Chris Evans might be the sexiest man alive. P- Pete Davidson, he can't miss. Like, said, he, the guy just. I've know, said this like, like a before on here, but I did a show with him like pre fame. He's like 19. I'm at the in the green room of MI's West Side Comedy Theater, and I never once thought to myself, I bet that dude could date anybody. <laughs> so we decided. I don't get it. It is Chris Evans. Okay, fine. It is Chris Evans. It should be Kendrick Sampson, okay, mm-hmm. from Insecure. Mm-hmm. Okay. He is very good looking. Mm-hmm. Really yeah. should be him. Mm-hmm. Whatever happened to Idris Elba? I thought women thought he was a tall babe. I know, but he didn't he get it a few years choices. ago? Hmm. I think Idris, Elba, feel, Idris Elba could win it most years. Yeah, I don't think there's a whole lot of science behind this, gentlemen. Sorry to. <laughs> sorry to <laughs> we're trying to get tips. <laughs> we're trying to pick up tips, Kenyon. Jeez, if we can get a few. Yeah, you're like, who do I have to look like? It's like, you, they, I don't know. They all have different qualities. That Chris guy Angel. from Stranger Things. <laughs> Chris Angel. Pete Davidson. He just looks fun. You know what I mean? Like, that's just somebody you could probably he'll introduce you to a new drug. That's what I get from him, you know? And it wouldn't be bad. So could Huey that's Lewis, hot. but that's a deep. Right? <laughs> yeah. Huey Lewis. Yeah. A song <laughs> Evan looks like Cat- Mr. America. I don't know. Next year it'll be somebody. I don't know. Timothy Chalamet. Cat Williams. Thank you. Like Cat Williams. I love. Actually, that would be amazing. <laughs> I would yes in a heartbeat, please. I don't respect it. Ever since Blake Shelton, I don't respect oh, yeah. this. Ooh. Oh, okay. right. Yeah, it's Eric, Alex, Kenny, Melody, and Scotty. Please click follow if you haven't already. If you enjoy this podcast, I would love it if you took a second to rate and review it on your favorite podcast platform. Just write, I like it. And then we don't have to do anything more than that. There's still more show. This one, unfortunately, did not record on Zoom. I don't know what the fuck is going on with Zoom. I think I fixed it. But if you want video of every panel since March of 2020 and you're not some sort of freeloading cheapskate, that is on the show's Patreon. It's also how you can get on episode 200. We've been doing Spooky Season Stephen King Book Club. I'm a little behind on that, but part three of Salem's Lot is coming soon. I might do a double with part one of The Shining just because I'm behind on it. Uh, Read along with me, or let me just tell you what happens. Up to you. And thank you to all the patrons. You keep the show going. You're all good people. Patreon.com forward slash Brido. B-R-I-D-O. If you want even more of me, I'm on Power Moves with Mike Burns this week, which I also posted on the Patreon. 
You can see me do stand-up comedy every Wednesday at the Fable in Eagle Rock. Mike and Stacy Holmes are making award-winning burgers. Friday, every Friday, I'm at the Glendale Room for Flagship, except for I will be in Iowa for Thanksgiving. Okay, we'll get right back to the show after a brief word from our sponsors. What is the best way to handle the streaming wars? Judge all the content against each other. The Buffer Battle Podcast does just that. Joel and Tony are former radio co-hosts who pit two relevant pieces of content against each other every week to determine the winner of the week. From documentaries to dumb sitcoms, these two will help you decide who wins. And at the end of each month, they throw it all into a no-holds-bars cage match to see who wins the month. Often joined by special guests, including your boy Brido, to help decide the winners tournament style. These guys have fun making fun of themselves and keep their passions for film and TV alive during this podcast. Tony's a film nerd. Joel is a music geek and they aren't shy about their opinions. Listen to the Buffer Battle podcast anywhere you download your podcast. I'm Mike Bridenstein and I have listened to None Taken. The ad we've been doing for like two years on Brido's show, it's all based on an inside joke on our show, but it's for listeners that haven't listened to our show yet. So the joke is we always start our show with, you know, somebody as a guest and yeah, and I've never listened to None Taken. And and they're not going to get that. No, they've never got that. What an annoying commercial. (laughs) Waste of time. Why didn't I think of that? (laughs) Neither of us did. And then the whole thing ends with these guys fuck, which was like something I said once at the end of a recording, like spastically, like impulsively. Oh, you're not supposed to. I still think that's funny. I like it when the girl says it. uh, Hi, Victoria. This is the best. This is welcome to none taken. This is what none taken is like. Wait, did we just do an ad? Is that what you're telling me? I, I think that's what I'm going to send him, and who knows? I mean, he's played that for the last two years. Why wouldn't he play this? This is more like what our show is. Thank you, Dustin and Alan. Those guys fuck. Thank you, Dustin and Alan. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, I'll tell you in a minute. Now, here's the thrilling conclusion. I was going to say that they fuck. Of Eric, Alex, Kenya, Melody, and Scotty. Please click, oh yes, they fuck. Please click follow. I want to end by doing song tournaments. Some of you have played song tournaments. Some of you are new to song tournaments. So what I do is I take the top eight songs from a specific year on Billboard and I make them go head-to-head in a tournament and it will be decided by the five of you. I don't even need to be a tiebreaker. So the, the year I picked was 2011. So picture where you were in 2011. <laughs> Now, yep. the number one song of 2011 is Rolling in the Deep by, I guess her name is pronounced Hudale. I don't know what the fuck she said. Adele. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the number one song was Rolling in the Deep by Adele. Are you all familiar with this song? Mm-hmm. Great okay. song. <laughs> Alex is Alex is now? Wait, why don't I? I don't remember this Adele song. You, what the heck? Her first mega hit. It was a big, big. They want, can anyone give me a hum? We could have had it all. Oh, is this so, the, so much... oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Versus the number eight song of 2011, Super Bass. You sounded that alike, by the way, in that, in that hum. I, I want to say that. We can't sound like Adele. She's that good. Yeah. You can't impersonate her. No one sounds like Adele. Didn't even try. Okay. Right. Couldn't do it. Impossible task. <laughs>
Sorry. How dare you even ask us? <laughs> he was embarrassed that he was the only one that didn't know it, so he lashed out. I get it. Okay, so <laughs> Super Bass by Nicki Minaj. Is oh, the... it wins. <laughs> over, Game over. over. <laughs> I don't know. Are you all familiar with Super Bass by Nicki Minaj? I am not. Sorry. Sorry to say. The the chorus mat does not match the rest of the song. I just want to say that. Yeah. I like gonna, the rap from it. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to really slow this game down because <laughs> I'm not going to know anything. <laughs> who, wants to, who wants I'm to voting. hum Super Bass for Eric Abrams? I promise you, you can nail it. You could the the actual song could come out of your mouth, and I still <laughs> there's a song on here that That's I've a... never heard in my life, and I played it, and I was like, "How? Where was I? How drunk was I in 2011?" Like, oh, yes, yeah. what song? I I don't want to oh. even hum the N word. I'm sorry, I can't do it. Oh, I didn't. Oh, <laughs> I don't think the N word's in that song. <laughs> it is. Is it? I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a barb. I'm not okay. a barb. Sorry, I'm a barb. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. I don't know That's what that means. I'm, trying to, I'm just trying to bait you guys into saying it. <laughs> so who says Rolling in the Deep by Hudale? Oh, I know this song. Sorry, I was just listening to it. But okay, I do know that one. Two, mm. two for Adele. Who says Nicki Minaj? Are we going to vote down Adele? Wow. Chaos. This is democracy, baby. We killed off all of the... COVID killed all the Adele people. Holy moly. <laughs> so wait, two for Nicki Minaj? I'll go Adele. Damn. Okay, Adele wins. Okay. <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> I thought it was going to win. Melody convinced me it was going to win. Okay. The four versus five. This is the, I admit, I was shocked I had not heard this song, but E.T. by Katy Perry featuring Kanye. No fucking idea how I yeah. missed this, but I missed this. I don't know what this song is. I even listened to it on Spotify and I was like, holy fucking shit. I have no idea how I had never heard this. I think I do it know was, that one. Actually. It was I remember a... the music video. Oh, extraterrestrial? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. That was fun. That was a that fun song. Movie. Yeah. That's so far, right? That was supernatural. Okay. Oh, yes. Singing the whole time. Yeah, I know that song. Okay, yeah. I, that's the one I didn't know. What? Oh, okay. Versus the number five song, Give Me Everything by Pitbull. Wait. Okay, that I gotta look up. Give me yeah. everything tonight. Oh, yeah, no. there's like a Thank big, you. it's like a big drop in his like, it's a, yeah. Tonight. Yeah, give me everything tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got two hands up for, for Katy Perry. Yeah. Oh. No, no, I got, uh, sorry. I'll do it when we're, when we're. Well, we're talking about it. I'm, I'm really ready. Katy Perry's <laughs> bogus. <laughs> Katy Perry blew it the last month. Yeah. She got me to vote for Rick Caruso, I will yeah, say. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, who is saying... Katy Perry featuring Kanye. I like that of those two, you're like, Katy Perry's blown it. The other guy, Kanye, haven't heard anything, haven't heard much about. No. I'm going to separate the art from the artist like I always do for Woody Allen. No, I'm kidding. kidding. Uh, uh, But yeah, Katy Perry. I'm going Katy Perry. I just checked in with the Pitbull song and I've never heard it before. So I'm I'm just going Katy Katy Perry. Two for KP. Well, so you haven't been too many bar mitzvahs. on that song. Just noting. Okay. But whatever. Okay, the as, other one? As a self-hating Jew, I'm super pro Kanye. Uh, <laughs> so two for two for Kanye. Who is saying Pitbull? 
I'll go Pitbull. Three for Mr. Worldwide. I think that's what they call him mm-hmm. on a beer commercial. All right. Yes. So, I worked on a um, MTV Awards and he did a song. And when we had like the producers call to say like, what do you want the stage to look like? What do you want your stage design to be? And he literally just goes, uh, I want to be up high. And we go, what? He goes, I just want to be real high in the air. Yeah. And we go, okay <laughs> and so we just put him on top of a giant planet and he came out and did and everybody went crazy but that's what that's all he did care what it looked like he just wanted to start up high and then the next time i worked on an mtv show we were like what do you want the stage to look like and he had um camille cabello is that her name Kamal, she, w no, Kamal bell yeah w Kamal <laughs> bell came down but we were like what do you want the stage to look up and he goes i just want her to be way up high so we lowered her down on an engine from the ceiling, and that, and he was just stoked, just loved Aww. it. Oh, he's adorable. It's really easy to work with. He just wants himself or whoever he's singing with to start very high on the stage. He's a 10-year-old boy. I like him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Give him everything high. indeed. So I'm always yeah. going to vote for Pitbull just based on he only cares about being center stage and up high. Okay. For those of you who are a little upset about Kate, Katy Perry not advancing, the number three song of 2011 is Firework by Katy Perry. Ooh. Bad song. Which one is that? <laughs> Bad song. Uh, this is probably her most. Firework. Yeah. Yeah. Tell them what you're worth or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The 4th of July. And then she like sings really hard into it. She's the like. The amount of voices she's made crack trying to sing along to that yeah. is unforgivable. Uh, the next yeah. one is as well. This number versus the number six song, Grenade by Bruno Mars. Mm. Oh, oh, yeah. Just because of that kid who went on Ellen. Yeah. <laughs> Come yeah, on. <laughs> yeah. He held Ellen's hand and sang her song, not yes. knowing that she is a monster. Right. <laughs> who's who's gonna cape for Katy Perry again? Never. I don't know this Bruno Mars song, but I'm going with Bruno Mars on this one for sure. <laughs> I'm gonna be the one for Katy on this. All right, one. Kenya's go. going Good Katy job, Perry. Kenya. Good for you, Kenya. Kenya's the firework in this yeah. one. <laughs> Baby, you're a firework. Uh, who's saying Bruno Mars? Okay, Bruno Mars moves on. Everybody. Kenya, stick to your guns. The good job. Okay. The two versus seven, the final of the first round. Party Rock Anthem by LMFAO. I mean, hilarious. (laughs) 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 That is a fun song. Mm -hmm. Is everybody familiar with it? That's number two. That's number two. Yeah. What a year. What a year. What a country. Uh, versus number seven, Fuck You by CeeLo. Great song. That's a good song. Ah, yeah, I go CeeLo. A good song, but not CeeLo's best. What's CeeLo's best song? Crazy. Uh, Crazy? That's Gnarls Barkley. Oh, wait. Is that uh, that's him, though, yeah. <laughs> that is him. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. Credit <laughs> engagement house? Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. CeeLo Green, Fuck You, or... Forget you, either either or, either one you want. Does anyone want to sing Party Rock Anthem just for kicks? I'll tell you this Do they much. even sing on it? 
I'm t- I'll tell you, I know I'm taking I'm taking Party Rock over that CeeLo song. <laughs> Do you know Party Rock is in the house tonight? It's not. I don't know if it's a better song. Have a good time. It's this basically it's basically the dance that the old man like? does for like for Six Flags, but it's like modern. It's like yeah. another bar mitzvah song. Like it's like you know it gets the people up. What was the big hit at your bar mitzvah? Eric? I did not have a bar mitzvah. Damn it. Self-hating. Self-hating, not good enough. Why he loves Kanye. Okay. Who says LMFAO? I'm having a problem with this, because am I going to vote for the song that I like more or the song that I think deserves to be in this Yeah, up to you. Okay, walk me through your, what song do you think is better? I will never, ever in my life choose to listen to Party Rock Anthem. I, it's bad. It's not for me. Yeah. And I would, you know, I'd listen to fuck you a few times here and there. Yeah, I, I think it, it just, it deserves to be heard by other people, you know, just cause it's garbage to me. doesn't mean like, that's one where I'm like, yeah, I get it. I think everyone's heard it against their will at some yeah, I think, point. I don't, I don't think, I don't think either of these songs you're going to like look up on Spotify, but if you were like at a bar or a party, what would be a little bit, to me, it would be slightly more enjoyable to hear from like a nostalgia standpoint. Really, but, oh, yeah, that party really, rock song was. Fun. It really depends on what mood. Because like, if you're at, if I was at like a, a bar and like "Hit Me Baby One More Time" came on, mm-hmm. if I'm in the mood, I'll, that could be the greatest thing I've ever heard. Or I could oh, be like, yeah. "Get this the fuck off." You know what I mean? Like, it could "Hit Me Baby One More Time" is better than every song we've talked about so far. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, which one question? of these songs is the shortest? Which one runs the shortest amount of time? I will continually vote for whatever's the shortest song. If, if I were, if if party, if that song came out when I was in college, we would have gotten so so drunk to it so so often, and I would have really. I good... was, and I did. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say I was. 21. This is, yeah. I was twenty-one this year. Yeah. I was. I was thirty. Yeah. You know, and it's just a lot different. You know, it's if you're 30 listening to that song, it's absolute trash. See, that's I think that's with me now. This guy, Young Gravy, that people really like. I'm like, I I was like, this must be my like. That's their LMFA or something. I don't know. You're finally there as the youngest one on this Zoom. You're finally there. I love it. Like, I I don't get it. I, I don't get that, it. I really don't. I'm just like. I think I read one time that 32 is when you stop like loving new shit or when you stop getting it or something. Uh, or it depends on when you have kids. Like you can subtract or minus five years based on when you had kids. But this is about when I'm just like out of it, like with uh, with music. So, which yeah. is a huge exactly. relief. Yeah. I, I think mean, 2011 was the last year that I went to Coachella. Well, that's oh. something. I think that's a. I think that's true. Um, who says Red. LMFAO? Eric doesn't know. I think I think I gotta do it. Clean it's... sweep or no? Or uh, Melody's going CeeLo. I uh, I feel like I have to do it too, but it triggers just cringy memories, and I'm like, I can't do it. <laughs> it triggers for me a, a nostalgia for cringy memories. I wish I had those cringy memories. Okay, I wish yeah, I got fair. blacked out to LMFAO. Okay. Yeah. For like me, I just, hate that I did. Um, just sandstorm. That that that. Oh, place sandstorm. Oh, yeah. Occupied by sandstorm. Yeah. <laughs> that takes us. There was a lot of bad techno songs when we were in college. Yeah. Bad. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you say sandstorm? I misheard you. Yeah, I meant good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you just meant no modifier. Just a lot of techno songs. <laughs> There's a lot of techno songs. Uh, so round two. 
Rolling in the Deep, the number one seed by Hudale versus Give Me Everything by Pitbull. Who wants to make a case for Mr. Worldwide? You start him up high, he's happy. He's a 10-year-old boy. <laughs> he is Pitbull. Does that... I Featuring Neo. I should mention Neo's yeah, in there oh, as well. Sure, yeah. I don't think... I don't know if Pitbull's doing the heavy lifting in this song. I'm going Adele, if anyone's curious. I'm going yeah. Adele. I'm finally going to make my pivot to highbrow at this point in the competition. <laughs> oh, pivot to highbrow. All right. Yeah. We have two for Adele. Alex, what are you thinking on this one? Definitely Adele. Oh. This is a tough time for music. I feel like in most other years, there would at least be like some other, like there would at least be like a respectable, like kind of a classic song. No. That's- I think it's this one. Uh, having yeah, having Adele. played this game yeah. once before with Brido, yeah, you, you realize that the most popular songs are not good. You guys just... picked uh, Seal, Kiss, uh, Kiss from a Rose. Uh... Oh yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, good memory. That yeah, was good. But like, you <laughs> know, take just it the back. past couple of years, like take Drivers, like Drivers License was a good song, and that was like the biggest song. Mm-hmm. You know? I'll tell you what's one. I if you give me a year um, between 1986 and 2010, and I'll tell you what one. 94. 1994 was Breathe Again by Tony Braxton. That's the one that won. <laughs> I wouldn't have guessed that. I was okay. going to go Pavement. <laughs> oh, man. I saw Pavement in L.A. Pavement didn't have there. any like hits oh, that America cool. was into. Wait, yeah. do you, wait, do you see Would you see their like their reunion tour that they were just on? I Melody? Guess, yeah. Um, yeah I think, in I, September. Yeah. yeah, I heard their... Yeah, I heard it was. Amazing. Oh man, Mark Marin was there, um, sitting alone in a balcony, and he started. Oh. He started doing cocaine again. <laughs> it, I was sitting by coincidence behind Megan Keister, so it was just like a bunch of comics being like, "Oh my god, that's Mark Marin," um, and <laughs> we just couldn't not watch him watch Pavement. It was like upsetting <laughs> at a certain point, just watching him like being hyper aware oh he was god. being watched too because he's on the balcony. I don't know, and just like jerking kind of slowly to it and not showing too much enthusiasm but clearly very into it little note mark Mark maron just likes to be up high (laughs) (laughs) mr worldwide (laughs) also just like the decision to know you're kind of a public figure and be like just to say to yourself he's looking himself in the mirror being like it's cool if i go alone you know and you're like oh no (laughs) plus three mark a plus five bring any friends you want it's gonna be really cool no 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 No, do you want to be cooler (laughs) rocking out to pavement by myself just me (laughs) so who so adele wins this one adele everyone's going to adele Kenny, did you want to give a thumbs up to Adele or no? I, I forgot. Yes. Okay. Sorry, Pitbull. He's now, okay. Number six Scotty versus. Say, Scotty said, I will always vote for Pitbull and <laughs> very quickly turned around on that. Yeah. I respect that. <laughs> That's true. So Adele <laughs> is in the finals versus uh, one of the two following songs Grenade by Bruno Mars or Party Rock Anthem by LMFAO. <laughs> You better not. Dude, this, this is going to be a comeback. A comeback for the boys. Elementary. Party rock is in the house tonight. Barry Gordy's son. Barry Gordy's son. Is that true? Red Foo. Yeah. yeah. True, yeah. Barry Gordy's Whoa. other son is, I got, sometimes I feel like somebody's watching me. Rockwell, yeah. Yeah. 
Sometimes I feel like somebody's watching me. That's a musical family, the Gordies, or oh. nepotism. I can't there decide. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, clean sweep. Oh, who says Bruno Mars? I, I just wish it was a better Bruno Mars, or at least a Bruno Mars song that I've heard. I don't know this one. Uptown I, Funk. I, I agree. Yeah, Bruno Mars deserves to be in the finals if, with a better song, but... This is what we're yeah, working with. Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like Bruno Mars. He only got I'm, better from there. Yeah. I'm going with party rocking. <laughs> <laughs> is anybody saying Bruno Mars? No? Okay. Uh-oh, what a... What a this All is right. The I'm back to lowbrow. <laughs> All right. Me too. This is the <laughs> ultimate. We've never had a one versus two in the finals. And really? it's never been so... Such a contrast. This is like the song that HBO puts on trailers to let you know this is a serious show that you're about to see, mm-hmm. "Rolling in the Deep" by Adele, versus yeah. a song that if you pl- it's basically the Venga bus is coming and everybody's jumping. It's like this We're doing is whippets. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's, I love the Venga boys. Please. This is <laughs> red wine and steak versus whippets and Mountain Dew. Who? <laughs> Who would like to make an <laughs> argument for Adele? I'm just surprised that nobody voted Bruno Mars in that last round. Are we shaming each other? Is this a this people is no don't want to have a popular opinion? No. It's too, it, that, that song is such like an Imagine Dragons-y song, you know? It's like so like like kind of like like epic and kind of lame that it's like he has he has so many better songs than that. It, I, but I feel like it was a pop. I feel like it was a hit. It worked, but it was I, like... Yeah, I voted for it the first time because I got excited about the Toddler's rendition of it, not yeah. like, <laughs> like on yeah. Ellen. I've just been going based off like karaoke vibes. Like, who would I want to sing? You yeah. know what I mean? who would, not even me sing it. Just like if someone else was singing it, I'd be like, yeah, you know what I mean? That, mm-hmm. that one's not going to be it. But if someone said, I'll give you tickets to see Bruno Mars or I'll give you tickets to see LMFAO, (laughs) probably Bruno Mars. Mars. (laughs) I would go see LMFAO. Is he bringing bringing Anderson Park with him? Grenade, but during Grenade, it's a bathroom break. Grenade is the bathroom break. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Unless the little boy from Ellen sings it, holding her hand and not knowing she's a monster. (laughs) Yeah. If it was shots, it would be so easy. Shots, I I would just never put my hand down. I'd be like, it's gonna be shots for me. All the- what is their biggest song? Is it? Uh- I mean, yeah, honestly, that concert would be like twenty minutes long. It's perfect. Yes. <laughs> no need That's for right. bathroom break. You're in and out. Scott, How about sexy and I know I'm it? <laughs> sexy and I know it. Yes. Uh-uh. Love it. I'm just kidding. Yeah, okay. <laughs> This is a weird stage in pop culture when this group who clearly, if anybody saw them, like this is like, it just reeks of like, this is going to go away. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it was t-shirt. disposable. You know, it's like um, the t-shirts, the graphic tees, you know, with like goofy sayings. Like that's every song that they have is just like something you could write in big letters on a shirt and wear it. And yeah. that was it. Like LMFAO, like yeah. <laughs> oh, that's their name. Yeah, <laughs> I got the room with Barry Gordy. We don't talk and, like, about that enough. An idea. 
Wow. Every song is merch, okay? <laughs> it's such, yeah, they picked a slang term that was clearly not going to stick around. Like, our name is yeah. E-Bombs World. Like, this is like. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah is they were smart. <laughs> I never understood why like, rappers said the year that it was or like in the song because it's like it, it immediately dates the song. Yes. Like you're 2000 and late and I'm 2008. Like that is just like when you hear that, you think, cool, that was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Now, but at the time. At the time, it's like, whoa, awesome. that's our year. Wait mm-hmm. a minute. I just looked up LMFAO's uh, albums. That was on Party Rock. Came out in 2009. What? <laughs> oh, my God. God. So this Huge discrepancy. Unless they oh they have a deluxe version Sorry for Party Rocking that came out in 2011 and maybe they, Oh, they did a re-release just 2 years later. <laughs> okay. This is when it charted. Sorry for Party Rocking is what this is off of probably. It's, it's like Bohemian Rhapsody getting huge when Wayne's World came out. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, everybody like Tiny Dancer after uh, Almost Famous. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, mm-hmm. I just saw that on Broadway and I had to leave during intermission. Almost Famous. They make it a musical? Yes. Oh. Yes. Ooh. Really, really not good. Okay. Who? <laughs> so we have Adele. Who wants to say a few words about Adele? Who? How do you get? Do you guys like Adele? Do you, it does? Yeah. Okay. No one. Okay. Everyone likes Adele. Okay. Yeah. She's talented. She's a she's great. Yeah. She's funny. Bad SNL host. I will say that. I don't know if that goes against yeah, her song. Friend. It's great. Great <laughs> James Bond theme song though. Skyfall or whatever was a good song. I was like, this is a pretty good song, Adele. <laughs> I just want to. I want to pre-shame anyone that votes against Adele in this because you deserve any shame. <laughs> it's so obviously the winner and also like perfectly reasonable for. LMFAO to win, but obviously, obviously, <laughs> there. Wait, are which one are you shaming? Of, yeah, there are a lot of music videos for LMFAO that, because of the, I don't know, music, but however the beats are out, that they dance, and you can put any song, and it like fits to their dance moves. So like they put Uptown Girl, Billy Joel's Uptown Girl, to them dancing to whatever song we're talking about that I love so much that I'll probably vote for. (laughs) Whatever this song's called. But, and all of them are funny because it follows like the four or five beat or whatever. And you're like, oh, you guys just did the formula, caught the buzzword, looked dumb. I think they were like 40 back then. And they were like, let's just look like millennials. (laughs) And they owned YouTube. Like they had like billion views on YouTube. These are like adult men dressing up in millennial costumes. Yeah, this is is Millie Vanilli too, millennials. Yep. I still think this song kind of rips though, but I understand why somebody would vote for Adele. Who says... Party Rock Anthem by LMFAO. Scotty, do it. Is this the one where they scream, Mazel Tov? <laughs> I mean, we can't ever sweep. In 25 years, it's more likely we'll hear this song that I forget the name of than, than the Adele song. Party Rock people will put it, Party yeah, it'll Rock be like, in the house tonight. Party Rock Anthem. Da, 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 da. Have a good time. There you I'm go. Scotty likes fun. Rock. Who says Adele? Very reasonable. Kenny, what are you saying? 
Oh, I said Party Rock. Oh, two? Right. Okay. Oh, three. Oh, three wow. to can, yeah. The winner. Right, we, we don't need you for the tiebreaker, but are you coming in as a tie maker? <laughs> <laughs> the winner for 2011 is Rolling in the Deep by Adele. I'm so... <laughs> I I That's really a great like, song. I really like that run that LMFAO went on, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I love that we had the one versus two heavyweight finals. That's yeah, that's awesome. not ever happened, but uh, yeah. So Bad Romance won 2010, Single Ladies Beyonce 2009, a controversial one in 2008, No One by Alicia Keys, Umbrella by Rihanna 2007, Hips Don't Lie by Financial Criminal Wyclef Jean, and featuring Financial Criminal. Uh, Wycliffe or Shakira and Wycliffe Sean. Okay. Uh, who has plugs? Scotty, where do you want people to find you? You can uh, listen to the Bananas podcast with Kurt Brownoller and I. We have fun guests like Charlize Theron and Phoebe Bridgers. You guys are in Times Square on a big ad or something? We're in Times Square currently. Our billboard's in Times Square and uh, it'll be up for a week. If this comes out this week and you're Friday, in Times Square, yeah. send a photo. I, I'll. I don't have anything to send you back, but I'll send you a link to Party Rock Anthem by LMFAO. <laughs> <We'll> do. <laughs> Eric, where do you – you don't want people to find you. Okay, so Mel – create a, create a fake Scotty Landis verified Twitter account and say something. <laughs> That's what I should do. <laughs> That's right. Eric, do you have I'll, anything you want to plug? I'll plug, yeah. I directed the Ari Shafir Jew special that's out on YouTube. I directed the Domino Effect special also on YouTube and Sean Patton number one coming out on Peacock December. Oh, hell yeah. Cool. Dude, that Ari special has like, what, three million views in like a day or something? Uh, It does have three million. It took more than a day. The Ali special has six or seven million. Which one? Say that one again. Ali Sadiq. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. I've heard good things. I don't know all these. The deep, three but... best stand-up specials of the year. I directed all three of them. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. That's right. Hell One on you. Yeah. Uh, Melody, where do you want people to find you? I'm at Melody Kamali. My podcast is Diking Out. Um, you can every say time it. I every time I say it in the intro, I feel like a whore. I I just did a show with you in L.A. and I did not say it in the or I I, I was like, you can say it, and we'll make a whole bit out of it, and then you. I really, I really diked out on the intro. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, I well, I said anyone can say it if you give it a five star review. Um, and that's it. That's all it takes to say it. So, Brado, you wouldn't, you wouldn't say it at a show where no one would ever hear it again, but you just said it on your podcast where it will live. Yeah, his own show. I can edit it right out. Don't worry. Um, Alex, where do you want people to find you? Uh, at Alex Drags on Instagram. Uh, I have a podcast called You're an Idiot with comedian Jeffrey Asmus. When's this, when's this coming out? Friday. Oh, Friday. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I guess December 16th, 17th, I'm headlined the Denver Comedy Underground. Oh, nice. Far. I think it's Yay. far enough away. So cool. Cool. Nice. If you're in Denver, go see. Gotta go in. Yeah, I'm in Denver in a month. Kenya, where do you want people to find you? Um, Instagram. Instagram. Uh, Kenya underscore Alon. And I guess now's the time to start tweeting. So if you want to find me on Twitter, <laughs> Kenya underscore Alon. Well, yes. This <laughs> is really going to take off. You know what I mean? Sounds like a promising time. Yeah, that is Eric, Alex, Kenya, Melody, and Scotty. I will tag them all on Instagram and even Twitter. Please give everybody a follow on social media. I assure you, they want you to follow them. They say that word of mouth is the best form of advertising. If you like this show at all, tell people about it. That would be fucking awesome of you. Thank you for listening. R.I.P. R.I.P.
Michael Clark Duncan. R.I.P. Gallagher. <laughs>